about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshigma, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. Alright, so this, this, this afternoon, as I did in the morning, I said, I, I, I try to shy away from seasonal messages. When you when I talk about seasonal messages, where you start with uh, Christmas, then you go into the New Year, and then you have Valentine's coming, and then you have Easter coming, and then after Easter coming, then you have something in between summer, and then you now have Father's Day and Mother's Day. I know you just spend the whole time preaching seasonal messages. So I've determined not to be locked in. However, while there was this unusual delay, God started downloading this message into my heart and it's taking me on an entire journey. So it's taking me out of my comfort zone and placed me in the epicenter of God's will for what he wants me to teach us for this period. And as I said in the first service, I, I, I would teach this Sunday, teach next Sunday, and then on the first Sunday of March, which I think is the first, isn't it? I think it's the first, so you should remember. Everyone will come in. My wife and I will be up here. Hopefully, by God's grace, she should be back by then. Um, and then we will be able to answer questions on relationships, on love, and all that, using Slido and different kinds of stuff. So you will be able, so we'll be able to answer some questions. And if we see that there are some places we haven't covered, then we will continue. So what I want to speak about over a period of time is what I call the skill of love or the love skill. I don't know which one is appropriate, but I'll use the skill of love. This is, they say the month of February is the month of love. I don't know how they came to, 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 to that. Maybe because of Valentine's Day, which uh, I missed. Actually, Valentine's Day was on Friday, wasn't it? If you, if you ever have an internet connection or if they were filming, they would see that Valentine's Day, uh, I forgot to say happy Valentine's to my wife uh, till after one o'clock after I was shouting and screaming at Muritala Mohammed Airport, uh, trying to get onto a plane. Uh, so uh, God started to tell me to talk to you about the skill of love and I'm going to take my time. And do this. First John, let's go to the scriptures before you say he's an unbeliever. First John chapter 3, verse 22 to 23. Let's start to read that. The Bible says, and we received from him, and we receive from him whatever we ask. And we receive from him whatever we ask. So whatever we ask God, we will receive from him. Why? Because we carefully and consistently keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight, habitually seeking to follow his plans for us. So he says, and we receive from him whatever we ask because we consistently keep his commandment. So what is his commandment? Verse 23, this is his commandment that we believe with personal faith and confident trust. 
in the name of his son Jesus Christ. And that we unselfishly, listen to me, that we unselfishly love and seek the best for one another just as he commanded us. John chapter 13 verse 34. Can we all read together? I know you should be awake by now. Ready, steady, go. A new commandment. So, stop. If you uh, were not able to do this, but if you juxtapose both of the scriptures that I'm using, he says we receive whatever we ask from him because we keep his commandment. But then John 13, 34 now showed us what is his commandment. He says what? A new commandment I give to you that you love one another as that you also love one another. He said that twice. So we know that the commandment is about love. Over this period of time, I want to specifically speak to the married couples, but you would get everything from it, even if you're single and you're in a relationship. I want you to understand this thing. Actually, if, even if you're in a relationship or not, this is also would be applicable to you. There is, listen to me, there is a mythology in our culture that love just happens. And sometimes it might be very rarely. We've got this mythology, you know, this thing where we've read in Barbara Catlin's book and Mills and Boons and all that kind of stuff. That we just walk down the road, we just bump into someone, their, their, their books fall over, or in university their books fall over, you pick up the books, and as you're picking up, you're looking into each other's eyes, and bam, it happens. Or you just happen to walk into a lift, and then you just see the person, and just bam, that's it, love just happens. Or maybe you're just on the tube, and... You stood up for a lady to sit down and bam, love just happens. You help them change their tire and then you're hooked for the rest of your life. Love just happens. You just kind of see or someone just uh, slides or slid into your DM and love just happens. And, 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 and we're, so, we're so hooked on these stories that we feel that if that doesn't happen to us, love has not happened. It's destroying the fabric of our society because as a result, the depressed people often sit around passively waiting for someone to love them. But, but love doesn't work that way. And I know I'm going to have a hard time convincing this young G's or homies in this service because you have been so brainwashed sometimes with the way love occurs. And so I'm going to spend these few weeks trying to debunk what you have learned. There are some things you must embrace about love to reduce frustration. Number one, let me talk to you about some certain things about love. Love is a skill, not a feeling. Love is a skill, 
not a feeling. Turn to someone who is about to sleep and turn to them, tap them and say, Love! Come and say it after me. Say. You know, when I say turn to someone, that's when I see some people getting spiritual and trying to type. Don't type anything now. Nudge the person beside you and say, Love is a skill and not a feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about, some people are about to throw stones now because feelings are fickle and don't reflect love. You think what happened on Friday is the whole be and all of love. Because they gave you flowers or you didn't receive flowers, your life has come to an end. Do you think your entire life is based on a five pounds, 15 pounds, 50 pounds plus your, your, your life? Look at your body, look at your whole stuff, look at your fingers. That's your soul, your entire life, your education, your university, your masters is so much predicated on flowers. If you need some flowers, let me, let me give you some. You can have this. As a flower, come on, come. Couldn't get a flower. I'll give you this one has been blessed over 30 days. Oh, something else. I'll give you this one. I love the fantasy of it, but it's not a reality. Love is a skill, it's not a feeling, it, it, it requires trust. Vulnerability, generosity, humor, and sexual understanding. Everyone went quiet on that one. <laughs> Do you want to marry someone you don't trust? Do you want to marry someone who is not vulnerable? Who can just put their head on your lap? On your shoulder. Any man that is not putting their head on their wife's lap means that their head is on a Delilah's lap. And they will soon cut that hair off. <laughs> the skill of love requires generosity. It requires humor. Some people are Humorless. I don't know if that's why. They have no ounce of of humor. They no joke. They 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 they're rigid. They're rigid. Even even when they crack a joke, you wonder is that a joke or is that a crack? This is, this is nothing. And and you you have to have the skill. I'm not brought up, I'm brought up not to, 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 to make fun. Learn it. It's a skill. It's a skill. <laughs> love is a skill, not a feeling. To, to get love and to keep love, you have to go out and be active and learn a variety of specific skills. Know that love is a learned skill, not something that comes from hormones or emotions particularly. Eric Fromm called it an act of will. If you don't learn the skills of love, you're virtually guaranteed that you will be depressed. Not only because you will not be connected enough, but because you will have many failed experiences. It's a skill. It's not a feeling. 
Love is not a feeling. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a feeling. I, I, I love you, but, but, but I'm not in love with you. What on earth? What rubbish? Okay, this, you see, this, there's so much arrant nonsense that we have embraced. I'm in love with you, but I'm no more in... I'm, I don't know. If I was crazy to com- start to compute that. If I, when they tried to do an arithmetic diagnosis of that, they failed on all circumstances. Because it just doesn't make sense. Because your approach towards it lacked skill. Many people are going into a relationship and do not know or develop the skill of love. I know many of you are looking at me like, eh, really? And because you're built up like love just happens. So I just feel something with you. <laughs> you will die very quickly in love if you don't understand that this thing is a skill. You, 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 you have to know how to love. Number two, love is a job. Ah! I knew I'm going to lose this crowd. Love is a job. After your Valentine's, let's come back to earth. Love is a job. And as unromantic as it sounds, comparing it to a workplace approach, the reality is you get promoted and rewarded the more skillful you are at work. So listen to me. We wake up in the morning. Many of you, many people didn't come to church today. We know because of the wind, some because of the rain, some because they couldn't just be bothered, and some because there was no trains. We, we recognize that. However, however, no trains, wind and rain, where tomorrow you will be up against the wind, against the rain, against the trains, because if, if you are a contractor and you're earning 500 pounds a day, you will fight the wind because the wind has to obey the money you are about to pursue. If you wake up with a snibble, tomorrow you would rebuke the snibble by the power of the almighty God and lemsip. Somehow you're going to wake up. Somehow you're going to get onto the tube. Somehow you're going to hold onto the tube with other people coughing around you and you'll be praying that God, I hope it is not a virus. Ah, ah, you wear masks. People will be pushing you left, right, and center. You will get to work feeling feverish, and then they will tell you there is a meeting at Leeds, and you will still go because of the 500 pounds that you're going to earn that day. So, regardless of how you feel, you still have to go to work because it's a job. And as you dislike my next statement, so is love. Love is a job. Ah, by the faces I'm seeing, this is not going to be popular. In the romantic ideology, love is understood to be an enthusiasm. That's what Hollywood, Bollywood and Nollywood sold to you. Rather, it is not a romantic ideology it is a skill that needs to be learned love as an aspiration is almost impossible oh, listen we're expected to get the other person right away we're expected to feel some deep 
magical connections even if we haven't known each other for very long. He, even in the first few weeks or months of your relationship, this may feel that way but then reality sets in and then we get hurt when our partner doesn't automatically understand or empathize with us. So, so he, 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 you, you, you go out with someone. Just let me use myself as an example so I do not offend anybody. The first time I asked my wife that would she go out with me and consider it as a marriage proposal. Uh, she said she would think about it and then she went back home and then I called her using BT line 20, 24 years or 25 years ago. Uh, there was no mobile phone then. Um, or there was, but we couldn't afford it. Um, and then I called her on a BT line. And I think we started talking probably around 10 or 11. And I think we dropped the phone at 5 a.m. Love is in the air. The following day, a few days after that, I picked up the phone and in five minutes I was done. Because I hate the phones. I don't like the phones. I really don't like phones. I like talking to people face to face. But if she had based our entire relationships on a guy who can talk, that has suddenly ruined our relationship almost in the beginning, because she was still in High Wycombe, I was in London, and if we're going to build our relationship on the first six hours of our discussion, thinking this is what will continue, then the relationship has suddenly fizzled out because I am not a phone person. Are you following what I'm saying? So, the, 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 the problem most people see is that they don't realize that the, 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 the relationship that you're in or the marriage you're in, love is, not, is a skill and love is also a job. And so after a while, we have to work on each other knowing fully that my not picking up the phone, not, not, not really like picking up the phone, my not spending time on the phone is not an indication that I don't love you. It is that we now have to work on each other to find a balance about it. Are you following what I'm saying? It's a job. It's something that the more you work on, the more rewards you get. When I started in IT, I was on desktop support because that's what my skill could give me. And so on that desktop support, I was paid a minimum amount of money. And suddenly, I started taking more exams and then I went on to, um, on to, on, on to help support, which I could now go to people's computer and start repairing it, not stuck on a phone and receiving phone calls. And then after a while, I increased my skill and I, went, I, became, I moved into network support where I was dealing with networks and if the network goes down, then the whole company goes down. But, but that's another level. And after a while, I started taking what I call Cisco exams and I went on to what is called wide area network. And in the process of going into wide area networks, then I, 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 I got a job, I was seconded to work for Microsoft. And I started working for Microsoft. Then the chichin started to come into place because there was no chichin when I was in, in desktop support. But the more skillful I was, the more rewards I started to receive. Same thing with love. Many of you want the rewards before the skill. You just want, hey, hey, you should love me regardless. Sorry, babe. It doesn't happen like that. Sorry, dude. It doesn't happen like that. There is a job to do. 
You've got to walk this man. No, 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 Don't play the tantrums you played with your mama. This is real, man. He doesn't walk like that. You, 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 you started dating. You call each other. And then suddenly, he didn't call you that day. And you pick up the phone in the evening. Why didn't you call me? Well, I was busy at work. Eh? <laughs> You're busy at work. Yeah, I was so busy that I just didn't know when the time went. And then secondly, I hope we realize that this new job, I'm working for the prison services, so they take our phones. Okay. What about lunch break? You could have called me. During lunch, I worked overtime and I had only 30 minutes. Oh, so you got 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes and... You couldn't spend five minutes calling me. You, you, you could see that the, 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 we're moving from the ideology and the mythology of it's just a feeling to this is real work now. So, so, so the, the idea that the honeymoon period goes forever doesn't go forever. You are now beginning your first argument. The first thing is you need to realize that my not calling you, please call each other, but my not calling you doesn't mean I don't love you. You've now got to understand that it matures into a place where this is no more a game. How many of you, many of you would experience this, many of you have experienced it, when we were still going out, cool. When we still living or loving each other, cool. But the moment we got engaged, all hell broke loose. Because the reality has set in that Every single thing is going to walk up into marriage. And am I sure about what I'm getting into? The, the, the wedding stuff now shows clear what is really happening between us. Love is a job. Love cannot exist in the mind. It has to have legs and arms and kisses in order for it to be real. So love is a skill, love is a job, and the first thing you need to recognize is that love is an ability. Most of the time, the ability is not given, it is grown. It is an ability. You have to feed it. You have to nourish it. You have to work like heaven, you get my gist, to make sure it thrives through each and every season. Love is an ability. You are not created with it. And, and this is where you understand that these things, you need to work on it. I, 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 I didn't know how to love. They didn't teach me. How would they teach you? I didn't see my mom and dad kiss ever. I didn't see, I love you. By the time they're coming in, there's war already on ground before my dad comes in. I didn't see all that. I don't know what they do at night. I'm just trying to imagine. Sometimes I thought I came via immaculate conception. Because what I saw, well, there was no, there's nothing that existed in my home. He didn't. I didn't see my dad celebrate my mom, Valentine's. I only knew it when I got back from exile into this country. I didn't know why Valentine's. I didn't grow up with that. Valentine's. What, what, what? This didn't happen. I didn't see my dad buy my mom a gift. Neither did I see my mom buy. Maybe they did, but I don't know. They must have loved each other. Because looking back, after 30 years that my mom died and my dad didn't marry, there may be two things happening. Maybe he never found somebody else 
like my mom. Or maybe he was so traumatized (laughs) that he thought, never again. I don't know. I would defer to the first one. Because if he hears this, he might be in serious trouble. But I never saw that. I saw arguments. I saw fights. I saw all that. There was no celebration of love. There was no celebration of, of birthdays. We never celebrated a birthday. I didn't know that you celebrate 21st. You celebrate 18th. You celebrate... I had no idea. And if you check my life, those who are close to me, even on my 50th, I did absolutely nothing. I, because I'm not used to crowd. I'm not just used to celebrating that. So I marry... With to a woman who celebrated every year, and I get into this relationship, and I say to myself, Well, I wasn't brought up that way. You know why? Because you don't see marriage as a skill you need to learn, as a job you need to do, and an ability you need to have capability for. So here I am. She, when we first got together, she said, oh, I'm going to do my 2020, I didn't even know that you need to buy cards. I bought a card before that says, I love you, grandma, to my wife. <laughs> when she got the card, she said, did you read the card? I said, I read the card. But I read only the front part of it because I'm not used to buying cards. And when she opened it to me, I said, that's what the aim is to prophesy into the future. <laughs> It was bad. I just said, I'm prophesying you will be a grandmother. Say amen. It was that bad. You, you're asking me to buy you flowers. I, flowers. I think it's a pure waste of money in my own opinion. But I have to learn the skill. The first time I bought her some clothes, she didn't like it. I went back to, to West End. Bought another one, replaced it, she didn't like it. Came back, she didn't like it. I said, let's go together. But I, I didn't get discouraged. I had to learn the skill. Yeah, I was brought up and we were only boys in the house. Get over it, man. You have to learn the skill. You have to develop the ability to know how to love. But because we are brought up in a society that is so selfish, we don't want to go out of our comfort zone. You've got to learn it, man. Nobody gives it to you on a platter of gold. You go out there, you learn from people, learn the skill, because love is a skill, it's not an emotion. And we're killing our relationships, and many people are getting into it because they just feel it's an emotion. Women are waiting because they've seen what has gone on on Instagram. And so they witness it. They went for an engagement. The guy lined up the whole runway with love hearts all over there. And every single wall, there was a balloon. I, the second one says will. The third one says love you forever. And there's a big massive one here. Will you marry me? And when the girl walked down to see him, then he got a chihuahua dog put on his neck the ring the chihuahua dog was so much trained that the child took his steps all the way down got in front of the man and just did a bow and the girl is like oh and everyone is like oh and then you take off the ring and then you kneel down and says would you marry me 
And because you are a witness, you are expecting that that will happen to you. The same way. No, no, no. no. And, and I, don't, I don't blame you. But is that really love? Because in Africa where I have just escaped from, they will say an adage that the fingers are not equal. But if that is based on longevity, how come that by the almighty God, we are 23 years married already and when I was going to give her her ring, nobody talked to me. There was no Instagram. There was no Facebook. There was nothing. I didn't know that you had to go to a woman and kneel down and give her a ring. I honestly, I'm telling you, you may think I'm stupid. Thank you. But I did not know. I knew there's going to be an engagement ring. I knew there's going to be a ring. So we were sitting down and we were watching QVC then and there was a ring that happened. I said, babe, do you like that ring? It was 40. My wife would know the price because she wore the ring. But it was 40 something pounds and we bought it and I gave it to her and she put it on. If I can do it again, I will redo it. But I can't because I can't spend money now taking her to the shard to give her another ring. I've changed the ring so many times. But I didn't know it. 40 something pounds. But today, we're still together. So if it is a ring that will make you understand love, you are deluded. Apologies for that curse. Well, you, we, 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 we're delusional because we're seeing what is written on the internet. If I can't give it to you now, I may be able to give it to you in the future. And many of us don't know that we want to do something in somebody's life who is at the end. I can't compare my beginning to someone's middle. It doesn't happen. Yes, they took your friends to the Maldives, but what is the debt? When my wife was 50, I took her to the Maldives. And I saw these young people and I just laughed. I just said, may we not end where we're supposed to begin. We, we don't realize that love is not about the romantic things, which is important. But if I can give many of you guys this background, and you can go into this with the incentive that love is a skill, love is a job, love is an ability. When we enter into relationships, we will stop struggling. And that's the reason why I pray that many of you that get together listen to the same word. Because before you marry, you have to, or get into a relationship, you have to be emotionally compatible. I will preach about that later. You have to be physically compatible. I will preach about that later. But you also have to be spiritually compatible. The fact that you go, that they go to a Pentecostal church doesn't mean you're compatible. Doesn't mean. Right? That they go to church doesn't mean. As I said in the first service, there was a lady in church that said she met this guy. I said, hallelujah, I was joyous. It was a long time. I was jumping up and down. I said, what church does he go? When he said, this church, I started to shrink. I said, ah, hey, Pastor, but it's the same Pentecostal. I said, no, 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 darling. You're not spiritually compatible. He said, ah, Pastor, what are you talking about? I said, he can't marry you. I said, ah. I said, I'm your dad. He can't marry you. No, 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 no. He can't marry you, but you can't marry him. You are too sophisticated for the church he goes to. Said he, I said, his church, they wear a scarf. They don't wear trousers. They wear a dress, and there's nothing wrong with it. That's what they do. 
you cannot go without makeup. In fact, I have rarely seen you without foundation. How is this going to happen? He says, Pastor, we'll work it out. I am telling you that don't try to do something that doesn't work. And he now she says, hey, Pastor, but, but I love him. I said, okay, okay, you know what? Let's do this. Invite him to church. Let him come to worship Tabernacle. If he survives 5 to 25 minutes, he's the one. Tell me where he's sitting. So throughout the entire service, I was strategically located looking at him. When he first came in, he's com- this is, he's coming in to worship Tabernacle, WT, shaping lives. And he saw people lift up hands and some people's nails were as long as they be. There was blue hair that day. There was purple hair. There was purple hair. There was blue hair. There, there were hair that were tall. There was those that were long. There was those that were shaven. There was, he, he, I could see him go. Uh, as he lifted his hands, he, uh, uh, he, he, he couldn't cope. He couldn't cope. He could not. I knew I was watching him. There was no praise and worship for me that day. I was watching the dude. He could not cope. And then I woke up and said, tell the person beside you, the Lord is with you. It wasn't the gas city, it was another guy. He looked straight on. The Lord is with you. After service, he came to me with theological stuff. I said, buff, 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 buff. It's not going to happen. This is who we are. This is where we are. When, if you marry her, she's going to your church. The girl said, eh? I said, you're going to his church. That's the church you're going to. And after that, nothing. I didn't hear, I didn't see him again. Because, honestly, it's not that they couldn't marry. Don't get me wrong. But they were not willing to understand that there is a work to be done. There's an understanding that I may have to embrace her culture she may have to embrace his culture but most of the time we, we, we want to think that we know how to love when we've never put in the time and the effort it takes to unlearn our mistakes and ideas about love and learn how to do it well so today I can't give you all the skills. I'm going to give you one and then I'll finish. I'll pick it, pick it up over the next two weeks. Let me first give you one skill you need to understand to become what I call a skillful lover. I'm not saying a skillful sexual predator. I'm not talking about being a stud in bed. This is stupidity. It doesn't work. I'm telling you how to learn how to love regardless of all that. And that's the reason many of you are failing in your relationship because your relationships are sexual. So when the demand on the love comes, they don't know how to give it. Because sex will not... Their children in church, uh, put, put, as Noah did, put that stuff on their ears right now. <laughs> Noah, Noah ain't listening to all this right now. Uh, hey, 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 it's not about how good you are in the sack because there will be things that will happen in marriage that you will run from the sack. Yeah. There will be serious situations. Two years ago, for one year, my wife was bleeding. If my whole life was on sex, we would have been in serious trouble. Because there are times that you're going to love means you embrace this thing. 
And the first thing I need to teach you and in, 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 in 35 seconds is one, one skill you need to recognize about love is you've got to adopt the love command. Adopt the love command. Realize love is a command. Can you see that this is not a romantic message? Love is a command. If Oryx, stand! Sit! Did you see? He didn't argue with the command. Not because he couldn't. But he respects the authority that his pastor carries. If I am outside of this wall, or maybe he doesn't know me, and I just walk up to say, Oryx, stand! If he stands, he's telling me, you better run. Because by the time I stand up from here, Shaq O'Neal is seven foot, goodness knows. One day, I walked into, into, into Nike shop, and they were putting his shoe on display. The shoe was massive. This shoe that he wears was massive. They can put four of my shoes in there. But do you know that a four feet nine inch policeman can tell him stop and he has to stop? Not because of the size, but because of the authority. The love command is an instructions by the respect of the authority of God. Not because it is a thing that is easy. John 13, 34 says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. God is saying, focus on the command and not the conflict. The command says, I need to love you, not the conflict. Many of us are fighting each other and we're fighting to win instead of fighting to obey the command of God. A sure answer to our prayer comes from obeying the commandment of love, not how good that person is. Love is a commitment to loving your spouse. And when you love them by the command, not by their actions, you will see unprecedented results. There are four kinds of love. Four kinds of love. Four kinds of different kinds of love. The first one is what is called eros, which is love based on passion and sexuality. Which is so much, so much given to us by Hollywood, Bollywood, Dollywood, and whatever wood now comes out now. Actually, uh, we should call Asian wood because no, that's that's Bollywood. No, but they just won. They just someone just won the best picture, Parasite. That's not India or Asia. It's Philippines, isn't it? Philippine wood, Philippine wood, wood. Let's have Philippine wood. Every wood. <laughs> Every wood focuses on sexuality and passion. And many of us are going into relationship based on sexuality and passion. The second kind of love is what is called filial, philanthropy. It's a love of give and take. You're sharing, you're sharing the love between each other. The, it, 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 it's based on reciprocal and mutual relationship. The third kind of love is what, is, is what I call the stooge kind of love, which happens between a mother and a child, family or blood relations within families. 
And the last kind of love is what I call the agape kind of love. It's God's kind of love that is divine and unconditional. It is a love that gives but does not take. It is a love that loves you regardless of who you are. May I ask you, not those who have gone through my teachings on premarital, don't answer the question. But I want to ask those in the congregation, which kind of love do you need for your relationship or marriage out of the four? No, don't tell me those who have been in the first service. Don't cheat. Just you. Which one? Agape. The last one. Any other answers? Tell, if you're confident, I'm not going to beat you. There's nothing, Mark. I'll give you two. Somebody said agape. That's the God kind of love. Uh, anyone else? Any answers? The second one. That's the, stu- that's the filio. The reciprocal. Good, 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 my daughter. Good, that's good. That's good. Okay. So, 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 if you marry someone who gives you filio, but is sexually dead and no passion, would you be praising the Almighty God? <laughs> and, 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 and if you marry someone who loves the Lord, but has no skill in loving you, uh, are, you, are, you are you all right with that? But, 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 but if you marry someone who loves the Lord and who has sexual passion, but doesn't want to do, have anything to do with your family. So in a relationship, can you see that it is a skill? Because in a relationship, you need the four. I don't want to marry someone who is emotionally and sexually dead. You touch nothing. It's like a lock of wood. After a while, you bring the person for deliverance. I remember, oh Jesus... Take your children to the children's church so I can preach. Huh? What's the matter with you? I remember, I remember I saw on Instagram while I was in Africa that uh, one, 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 one guy took his wife to the pastor for deliverance. Why? Because when they were having intimacy, that's how, that's the, the, the lowest I can go in my, uh, in my expression. Uh, while they were having intimacy, the girl was making some expressions, moaning, enjoying. He said, no, 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 no. That's a demon manifesting. You see, this is the reason why you need to be careful which church you go to. So they took this girl down for deliverance. I went to do a wedding in Africa in December. People were coming up to me and one lady said to me, it's the first wedding I've come to. That, I, that it made me feel that the girl is not the slave. That actually, the girl is doing the guy a favor by marrying them. Every other wedding I go, they portray the girl as if they're doing them a favor. His doctrine. You've got to realize that when I talk that love is a skill, you need to operate the stooge, you need to operate the filial, like, how would you feel if you are married to someone and you remember their birthdays, remember their anniversaries, but they don't remember anything? And you call them, well, do you know what today is? Hey, what is it? You see, they're dead emotional. They're, 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 they're excellent in their stupidity. Ah, and I said I won't say that word again, but I have to say it. They're so, yeah, and, and, they, and they're so strong. Well, well, what is it? Hey, boy, it's our anniversary. So, I forgot. But it happens. Many of you want to marry. Why many want to jump out? It happens. The guy or the girl has refused to learn the skills. They've refused to put it in their phones to remind them four days before the time to go out and buy a gift. Not just walk by a corner shop and just buy a card and throw it on the table. 
Not go and steal someone else's flowers and bring it. And then there's the, the agape kind of love that we need all have to have. It's the other center. It's not, one, it's not self-centered. It is a skill that you learn. And Jesus operated on four levels of that. Stooge, filial, eros, and agape. Eros, yes. He was so compassionate and passionate about us that he died. And then he says that a man should love his wife as Christ loved the church. Passion. Passion. He so much, he so much operated on, on, on Stooge that he says, now you are engrafted into my family. You are a new citizen. You are a royal citizen. You are a child of God now. He operated filial that God gave his only begotten son. Give. He operated the agape that you don't deserve it, but I will love you. I will bypass the 99 and still come after you. And then we, the Bible says, be followers as me as I follow Christ. And then you just think that love is just like, I just wish that I could find somebody, a guy that would just love me for who I am. You're lazy. You are not romantic. You are angry most of the time. I just want some, I wish you could just buy me a car because you see all that nonsense going on in Instagram. I have seen someone who has bought a girl a car and five days after that took the car from where she parked it at her workplace. No, 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 I'm not saying, say, I, I know. Because he was even giving it to manipulate her. And some of you are going with those knucklehead guys all over the place without realizing that it's not a fantasy. It is real work. Love is a skill. Love is an ability. Love is a job. When you embrace that and you walk into it, God will give you the strength and the ability and the peace to pursue whatever God has for you. But laziness and a nonchalant attitude and following Instagram is not going to deliver to us what God has done for us. Because Jesus did not get it cheap. He paid a price for all of us. So we should do likewise. And then you start to see our marriages and our relationship so higher. I finished on, uh, the, on, the, on the 30 days of fast and pray on, on, on Sunday. And I told my wife, I said, let me take Monday off before I come to Nigeria. I am, I am worn out. I'm finished. I was just on my last leg. And she just said, oh, okay, honey, although I need you. That word, I need you, made me wake up and I was at the airport by 4.30. I got to the airport. I said, God, if you are God, as tired as I am, let me get an upgrade. Whether they give me or I pay, I care less. Provide for me. I remember I was leaving church that afternoon. Someone just put money in the envelope. As I go to the airport, I said, I want an upgrade. How much is it? Any amount, just tell me. They told me 400 pounds. I said, I just paid it got onto the plane and I don't sleep on the plane. I slept throughout the entire journey. I got to Nigeria, entered into the house and I was working on a project with them trying to do, organize the leaflet until 4 a.m. I woke Orvik up at 1 o'clock in the morning saying you need to help me with this because this is not working. Love is a job. Let's pray. 
You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk. Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939. You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.